0: I often am approached by the body of Christ for aid in spiritual growth a lot of younger believers in the Lord would ask me what can I read what can I do where can I go how can I serve what should I know so that I can grow closer to God and grow up in God And often when I really sit down and try to understand where an individual is in the spiritual journey, it becomes very evidential rather quickly that they are all over the place when it comes to uh, knowledge, understanding, um, what the Lord may be teaching them. That is, one day they're on this topic, the next day they swing to this topic, then they're on this road, then they're down that rabbit trail. And it's as though a steady focus on the one thing or the two things, or the three things God is teaching them, uh, just lacks. And that is a direct byproduct of the influence of popular culture. Culture changes on a dime. And every other day the latest, greatest song comes out, the latest, greatest movie comes out, or article, or magazine, or book, or fad, or diet, or concept, you name it. And in a way, particularly if you live in Western societies, we are just trained to be all over the place. And many many of us including myself at times we just struggle to be regulated by the spirit of god and really stick with the one thing god is teaching me today so as i counsel with people and um, in my school where we teach folk how to live with god one of the things i have to address with them is just their focus in god that is What is God saying to you today, or even this week, or even this year? And then stay the course with that one thing. Do not let your friends or culture at large sway you away from that one thing God is doing or God is teaching. Otherwise, if you just jump to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, you're going to miss God putting his finger on that one issue and growing you in that one issue. I want to give you an example before we go to a live audio clip here. Um, I love skeet shooting. And uh, at times I have gone with uh, certain brothers to uh, just do some clay shooting, uh, even dove shooting, etc, etc. And um, I have watched brothers over the years. Um, Because a shotgun shell opens up once it leaves the barrel, there is a, a wonderful chance that any one of those pellets will just hit that dove or that clay. And so it doesn't take a lot of aiming. It just takes sort of uh, an instinct to put the gun on that clay pigeon and then fire. And uh, I've just watched brothers over the years just, um, they just shoot and hope that 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 some pellet hits that dove and, and brings it down. And uh, at times it's been comical for me to watch. On the other hand, there's another kind of... Um, a gun called a rifle that has just one bullet, and it has a scope, and will you know it; it has a cross in the middle of that scope. That crosshair is to uh, hone in and zoom in, and and just isolate one point on the target. You don't just shoot from the hip and hope something hits. With a, a sniper, or rifle, if I can use such an example, you take your time, you breathe, and, and you just you make sure that that crosshair is on that target and you fire that single bullet. And if I can use this silly metaphor for the spiritual life, I dare say that the spiritual life is more like a sniper rifle than a shotgun, if you will. When God deals with you, he's not just shooting from the hip, hoping that something will hit you. Unlike uh, the media that just fires a thousand images at you, a thousand concepts at you, a thousand uh, uh, pleas for your attention, in my experience with God thus far, it's, it's, it's more as though He fires a single bullet at you. And God puts His finger on that one issue. And yes, He wants to address that one issue. And I want to encourage you that if you are just all over the place all of the time to just stop and say, Father, Holy Spirit, What are you doing in this moment? And how can I cooperate with you? And I do believe the Spirit will guide you into all of the truth. He'll guide you into all of the realities regarding that one thing. This is really a message of focus. And in a comedic way, I call it SAD. Spiritual Attention Deficit Disorder. Um, By no means am I trying to make fun of our inability to focus. I'm just trying to, by way of analogy, say in the spirit we too can just be all over the place. But walking with God, in the spirit of God, we can actually uh, focus and we can actually be growing and transformed in the area that God puts his finger upon not succumb to sad because it is really sad spiritual attention deficit disorder that's a sad state of affairs right there spiritual attention deficit disorder is my own phrase i came up with because i have spiritual attention deficit disorder god deals with me regarding a certain issue But then tomorrow, like a squirrel, squirrel, not, not, I get all flustered and I see that God is doing something in you. So I just assume he must do that also now in me. So I leave what God authentically, genuinely, organically is doing. And now I take up the book that you're reading. I I go to the conference you're doing. God didn't send me there. God didn't lead me there. God is not wanting to teach me that lesson at this time, but here's what I do. I just think that whatever everybody else is learning, it must be mine. And so I have to read this book, get this CD, listen to the song, and I watch Christians burn out by being in a way schizophrenic. Spiritual schizophrenia in a way, they cannot just go at the pace of God. They cannot just keep listening to the lesson, the truth, the dealings of God to me personally. No, they've got to sort of get the latest, greatest book, go to the latest, greatest church, try to get the latest, greatest conference, latest, greatest website, latest, greatest preacher. And I watch people, they get bored of this preacher, next preacher, get bored of this book, next book. I got to get this devotional. I got to get this book. And... I've watched people tune down the very leading and the shepherding and the dealings of God that will actually benefit their life, and they get much ado about nothing. And they're under peer pressure. Have you read this book? Did you go to this meeting? Did you hear this lesson? you got to watch this YouTube clip. Did you do this TikTok? Did you do And people freeze. Why? It's just too much. Then we get disillusioned. It's like, what is God doing in all this mess? And we cannot make sense of it. Why? Because you've got spiritual attention deficit disorder. (laughs) When I was young, I also thought the Lord was coming. And so i got to get all this knowledge, all this understanding. Y'all, I went for it. And in those early years, I gained a lot of knowledge but I did not gain transformation. And knowledge puffs you up and hurts people. Transformation, now you're partnering with God. You can be a worker in the kingdom. It does not take knowledge to be a worker in the kingdom. It takes a transformed person to work with God. If you want knowledge, there's the internet. God does not use the internet. He uses temples of the Holy Ghost. People who can stay the course with the unique things God is doing in you. So do we read other people's books? Yes. But you read them in the timing of God, in the leading of God. Beloved, half of the books in my library are from people who give them to me. You should read this. And I know I should read this. It's a lesson I need to learn. But at that moment, God is not teaching me this lesson. He's crucifying me in another department. He's raising me up and refining me in another department. So when people give me a book, I take it, I'm thankful, and I put it on my shelf. And beloved, every now and again, I sit before the Lord and the Lord just said, pick up this book or or, listen to this message or, you get what I'm saying? You do only what God is telling you and don't succumb to peer pressure. You will grow quicker, faster, and you'll be a transformed person before you can blink. But just collect books and, and, and be within the, the, the fad of modern Christianity. Do this, do this, go there, go there, don't. Uh, you're going to absolutely be as confused as a chameleon in a box of M&M's. <laughs> so I say, discern the Holy Spirit's unique maturing process of your life. Is Christ or culture growing you? If Christ grows you, the fruit is the fruit of the Spirit and Christ likeness. If culture grows you, then you talk like culture, look like culture, quotes your pastor like culture. Um, you're just in the fad, in the flow of culture. You will not grow. It's impossible to grow spiritually by the affairs of culture. It's not going to happen. That's why it's good for you guys to be very select with your social media. Include 10 pals in it, that's the body of Christ. And do not just read other people's blogs and comments and all the stuff where we all blast everything on the internet, you should do this, you should do this. People like this, people that, and you, you absorb all that information, it makes you as confused as a fish on dry land you will not grow, you're starving for oxygen. And yet you've got more knowledge than you can ever process but you don't have the knowledge of the most high that comes from God. So discern carefully, what is God doing in you? For instance, let me give you just practical tips now. God is talking to you about your materialism, your stuff, okay. What do you do if the Holy Spirit puts a finger on materialism? Get you a fresh journal. Put a big heading on that journal on materialism. Then you go to a thrift store and you buy all the books on money and materialism and greed and idolatry and lust get you an encyclopedia or two, get you a dictionary now. And now you sit before God and you find every verse on money. Then you look at every uh, context and, and, and idolatry and you begin to just immerse yourself in materialism, let's say. And you linger there for a week, two, a month, maybe a whole year and you just stay the course on this topic until you just naturally will feel a release in your spirit and you move on. But do not halfway through a study with God, God detoxing you from the world, God's dealing with your ego and your flesh and your image and materialism. Don't abort that in lieu of the latest greatest thing. Put the latest greatest thing just on the shelf And the spirit will get you there if it's needed for you. You are under the leading of God, under the shepherd's voice. And spiritual ADD will get you nowhere, nowhere with God. So linger. I did this in uh, the monastery. Um, Just give you an example. God began to deal with me regarding the issue of idolatry. And I was within a particular religious society that had a lot of statutes and a lot of images and uh, they bow before certain statutes and things. And it really bothered me and I was really struggling to make sense of it. So I had my dictionary, which is not here right now. A dictionary is going to cost you like 10 bucks. You can get it online for free. And I began to systematically look up every reference in the entire Bible that had to do with idolatry. Come to find out the entire Old Testament is just idolatry on every single page. And I would highlight it all orange. So I vividly created a marker, orange idolatry. So I can just flip through my Bible. It just... Jumped off the the text. People could not stay sacred and single and consecrated to God. Why? Because of idolatry, Etc, etc. And I did that for a year. So that was God's dealing with me decluttering my life stay with the teaching of God however long get now all the documentary flicks on that topic get biographies and read now a biography on somebody that overcame. Now you listen to a podcast, not just shooting from the hip, strategically find a message or a series of sermons or proper books and commentaries on that topic and dig in. You will actually grow with such an approach. Who is your real shepherd? Culture? or christ and then here is just a little bit of an opinion the next bullet do with it as you see fit but i encourage you to read the spiritual classics if you are getting christian books in your life go for the oldies go for the ones that have been well received over time this is my opinion to avoid fetish Books of modernity. I read something that's got a little bit more longevity than all of that. It'll do you good.